this is Vicki Abelson, and this is Game Changers. And I am loving my inner child today. Okay, so let's see. I don't know if the top of my head is going to be in this, or if I'm going to be jumping up and down. Um, <laughs> my computer's doing weird things, but it's really good to see you. I've missed you guys. Um, I'm pretending that I can see you, but you can see me, right? I'm hoping that you can see me. Yes, you can see me. It looks like the shot is there and I'm in it, but it's like a very small shot, isn't it? Is that annoying to you? I don't know. Um, anyway, I always end up talking about the shot for about 15 minutes in the show and people get really annoyed and I look down at my computer and that looks really annoying. But it's really bizarro to be doing this alone. And Harry's just on the other end of town and not far away and I'd love him to be my wingman, be doing this with me because he's out of work. I'm out of work. You're out of work, maybe. Samantha's out of work. Um, but we're going to have a good time tonight. Um, I purposefully did not watch the news today. I did not turn on CNN, and I did not turn on MSNBC, and I did not pass go, and I did not collect $200. But I'm in a much better mood for it. I'm actually in a pretty good mood today. It's been really amazing what's come out of this thing that we're in. Am I, am I like way too, is that like way too close on me? Um, for those of you that, hey, who, there's people here. Hi, hi Tova. To, all right, I wanna tell you guys about Tova Abadi, okay? Um, I had posted something, my inner child, I'm, ju I'm just giving you one more little peek because I'm loving up my inner child because that's what I was told to do. Dee Wallace, I had a session with Dee Wallace this week, that was fabulous. Um, but anyway, um, earlier this week I posted that, um, I think it was on Friday, I went to the market because I wanted to make chicken soup because what's better for a disgusting virus than some Jewish penicillin. And actually, somebody told me, and I, I don't know, by the way, if anything I'm saying is true. So do not hold me accountable for anything because I could be totally full of shit on everything, and I probably am. <laughs> but I'm Vicky Talk-A-Lot. That's gonna be my, my, um, my rap name. You know, I had a rap. When I, uh, I actually had a Jewish rap, a Jap rap, um, in 1980, ooh, when I was a stand-up comic and it was kind of when rap was just starting to break it was before everybody was rapping it was before any Jewish girls were rapping I think um, but I rapped um, not well but I did rap anyway so Vicky talk a lot that's my rap name um, so anyway um, I'm gonna talk to you guys in a little bit and oh my god Cheryl Wobram oh my god I haven't seen you in a long time I love you I from New York um, it's this thing that's all right let me <laughs> I have I have no notes except I did scribble um, after I walked with God except I walked with God inside on my elliptical because people have been saying it's great to get outside and get some sunshine and um, walk outside there's just one little thing about walking outside if you walk in the wake of somebody who just sneezed or coughed it's on you and um, I know that's being highly paranoid but this whole thing I'm caution. I'm erring for caution. So, having elliptical upstairs, got on the sucker, walked with God for a bit, and uh, jotted down some things God wanted me to tell you. Um, but anyway, I want to tell you about Tova because she's close to God. Um, Tova is a woman who writes. Uh, she's been coming to Women Who Write for some many years, and 
uh, I see her at events and we go to things together and end up at things together. Anyway, on Friday I went to the market to be able to make chicken soup. I, I'm all over the place. I'm always all over the place, <laughs> except I'm usually reined in because I have a guest to focus on. And now my only guest is my inner child. Hello there, darling. Um, Kathy Boyette made that for me years ago. Anyway, she doesn't talk to me anymore because I said something nasty about Sarah Palin and I'd still say it today, but that's beside the point. Um, anyway, so, but I adore Kathy. Um, so, um, I went to the market and the first place I go is the produce section. So I went to get my, my parsley, my dill, my onions, my potatoes, whatever, to go into my soup. Now, an onion in the store, I don't like onions, but I do put one in my chicken soup. Not a potato in the store. Um, I, I took the parsley and the dill because I thought, well, what the hell, you know, I'll, I'll make the soup without an onion. I don't really like it anyway, and I don't really put, you know, one sweet potato in, but that's okay. Anyway, I go, not a chicken, not a chicken wing, not a chicken bone, nothing, not a nicked. And so I went back and I put back the parsley and the, and the dill, and I posted about it on Facebook. And um, I did that on Friday night, I guess, when it was already Shabbos. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Shabbos is, it's um, with the Orthodox Jewish people, how they celebrate the High Holy Day, uh, the, not the High Holy Days, the Holy Days, the, the Sabbath, the Sabbath. So anyway, on Sunday morning comes a, an email, Sunday afternoon, um, are you home? And 30 seconds later, a knock on my door, by the way, is the microphone working? Can you guys hear me last time? Hi, Robert Owen. I didn't use the microphone last week because I thought I'm so damn loud. Who needs more of me? They can hear me in Cincinnati, but I guess they couldn't hear me in Cincinnati. This looks like a really tight shot. Is this too tight? It's like, wow, this is really in on my face. Anyway, um, so and I'm wearing a new shirt and I want to show it to you because I really like it. Look, look, can you see? It's, um, it's very cool. And I'm saving it for women who write, except... I had to cancel women who write. Do you think I broke up that story enough times? Anyway, I knock at my door and I open it and there, lo and behold, is a bag with a kosher chicken, a parsnip, which I also said I couldn't get, and an onion. And Tova was walking away. She had driven all the way across LA to bring this to me so that I could make chicken soup. You know, that's pretty damn extraordinary. and. I've been blessed with a number, I'm going to start crying now, and fortunately, I still have tissues in my box that Rick Smokey of Quick Impressions in Chicago made. Rick loves women who write, and he's been a supporter of us since day one. He made this great tissue box, he made my, my cards, he made my bookmarks, and you know, now that we have a lot of time on our hands, there's time to do things like order business cards and stuff, and I just want to tell you that, why did I take a tissue out? I don't remember. But um, Rick, uh, a quick impression to Chicago, you can find him on my Facebook. He's the most extraordinary human being. He'll take great care of you. Anyway, oh, I know, I was getting verklempt talking about Tova and I was gonna need a tissue, but I'm gonna save it because paper goods are very valuable now in this paper crisis, this toilet paper, tissue, Clorox wipes, Purell, alcohol, conundrum that we're in currently. Anyway, um, so Tova brought this. Tova's watching. Hi, Tova. 
I've been talking about you for like 15 minutes and I still haven't gotten the story out. She drove all the way across LA to deliver this to me so that I could make chicken soup. And um, that's, that's extraordinary. That's an extraordinary act of kindness. And it's not a random act of kindness. It's a very pointed act of kindness that I will cherish forever. And likewise, um, for any of you who haven't seen my Facebook, I've been talking about it. Um, I had to cancel Women Who Write as we've had to cancel every group gathering. Um, yes, the mayor did say no group gatherings, that theaters were going to be closed, restaurants were going to be closed, and Vicky's living room. And um, so I woke up the other day and um, I was really sad at having to get in touch with the artists and tell them that, I, you know, I've been trying to get um, Judith Owen in this living room literally for years and finally met. Uh, up close and personal, Lee Sklar, who I adore, and they were going to come and they were going to play, and uh, Marcus Eaton uh, was scheduled to come back and play, and oh, Michael Lernard of the Waltons was coming. She's won four Emmy Awards. You know, just an absolute delight. And anyway, it was really hard to um, to decide to call it, especially after I had recently, my mother's trying to reach me. I told her I was doing a live show now, but anyway, I turned my sound off. That's a good thing. Um, so, um, where was I? So anyway, I woke up and there was a notification from PayPal that one of the women who writes and her husband had sent me $540 to cover um, some of the money that I was going to lose this month. And um, I, that is also not a random act of kindness. That is a tremendous act of generosity. And um, I will be forever in debt to them. And what I, what I want to say to all of you out there, so many of us are struggling. Samantha and Harry both lost their jobs this week. Um, neither of them know if they're going to have health insurance. Neither of them, they'll, they'll probably have jobs to go back to, but Harry's worked at the same gig at the the locking out of movie theater at the Regal Theater for, oh my God, six years, eight years, I don't know, all the way through uh, college and since college and before college. And um, he worked his way up to deputy general manager. He has, there's only one step up he can go. His salary like doubled and he became full time and got all the benefits. And um, now Regal Cinemas owned by Cineworld, I guess, are announced yesterday that they might be going bankrupt and, and going out of business. And does he have a job to go back to? I'm thinking that somebody like that who works so well, I don't think he ever missed a day of work. He's just an extraordinary person and um, a great worker amongst workers. And um, yeah, it, it's, um, it's very humbling. But anyway, where I was going with this, and again, I'm all over the fucking place. Um, but I'm still cursing, I'm still saying fuck. But um, if you are a person of means, and there are some people out, out there, there are some of you who are fortunately blessed to not have all your money in the market, and I don't even wanna go there. What was today? Are you kidding me or what? Anyway, um, who have money, who have means, and if you are able to help somebody who doesn't in any way, if you're able to bring them a chicken or pick up some toilet paper from somebody told me they got toilet paper today where did they say at smart and final i didn't go check it out but if you're young enough to be and speaking of being young enough to be um 
I didn't get on the news today, but there was uh, some news that came at me on the computer that happens, and it turns out that millennials are not so safe, that this disease does not discriminate by age either. And as a matter of fact, all the people that I saw uh, being released from the hospital in Wuhan were all young people. None of them had a gray hair. Now I know that can be part of, yeah, they were young. Um, so everybody has to be careful. Um, but anyway, if you're in a position to be of help, and I can't do it with money. I can't, I can't give you anything but love. Nobody wants to hear me sing. Um, but I can be of service. So that's something that I'm going to start doing. Aside from doing this, which basically is being of service every week anyway. Um, uh, but the other thing that I can do is I, I hold workshops, women who write workshops one Tuesday a month, the second Tuesday of every month. And we work on our writing and we have writing prompts. But what I've decided to do with the other three Thursday, uh, Tuesdays every month is I'm going to hold Zoom support group. A, a Zoom support group, uh, a women who write support group. And, you know, right now I'm thinking it's going to be women because I want us to be able to talk about sex. I want us to be, is that discriminatory? I love men and I have no problem if men are in this group. I go to meetings all the time with men in them and I talk about all kinds of things, including sex. But, um, but that might bother some other women. I don't know. I'll pull it out there. But what I am going to say is you don't have to be a woman. You don't have to write. You don't have to be Jewish. You don't have to eat rye bread. Everybody is welcomed. And I'm gonna hope, we'll be able to have up to 100 people, I think. And so every Tuesday, um, I'm going to host a support group online on Zoom and uh, so that we can talk about. Um, uh, and it's going to be a no-judgment um, uh Unsolicited advice is criticism, I've been told, and I, and I tend to feel that way. So no unsolicited advice. This shot is really annoying me because it's so close. I'm going to put her back and I'm going to widen the shot a little bit because I don't like looking at me so close. So look at little Vicky for a minute. Like that's like little Ricky. Little Vicky, little Ricky. Um, there we go. Hopefully that's better. Okay. Hi, little girl. I'm, I'm, I'm hugging my, my inner child. Um, Hopefully that shot's better. Anyway, um, so feel free to join us. I'll have the information on my Facebook. I'll have it on all my social media. Um, you're welcome to, to message me. You're welcome to text me, email me, whatever you want. Um, it'll be Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. We will be having a nice support group to share um, what information we're getting, to share our fears, our joys, our concerns, um, live video interrupted. Why is the live video interrupted? Why is the live video interrupted? Um, am I live? Mine says that I'm interrupted, but it doesn't look like I am on here. Okay, so um, I can't tell if this is happening live or not. I'm having my usual challenges. <laughs> oh God, now you can see the plug behind me. I guess I shouldn't have made the shot that wide. You're there. Hi, you guys. I'm going to talk to you in a minute. I'm still talking. Um, you didn't have sound before. Now you do. Um, oh, shit. Really? See, now I haven't read the comments. Um, well, Tova, I don't know why you didn't have sound before because it looks like other people did. I'm just looking at the comments. And um, uh, yeah, so I don't know why you didn't have sound before, but I'm glad you have it now. Uh, sounds fine. Okay, great. Thank you, Karen. I'm going to talk to all you guys really soon. 
Um, in the meantime, um, so yeah, women who write support group. Um, so what are you guys doing in the new normal? I want to talk about that. And speaking of the new normal, did you read that thing uh, yesterday that it said that 98.6 is no longer the new normal for people of a certain age, of which I am of a certain Oh, now it's really annoying me that the plug is showing. Oh my God. All right, I'm fixing this because I'll sit and I'll fit up because I'm OCD. Yeah, look at little Vicky for a minute, like little Ricky, because I'm OCD and I'll, I'll look at that damn plug for for um, forever and it'll bother me. So let's do that. Okay. So now hopefully I won't be too close. Inner child, hello. Gonna still be nice to you. This is, you know, bear with me. I'm doing the best I can. This is really rough. I want my wingman. Hi Pete George, where are you? You're not here. Pete would be here, I'm sure. Pete's pretty, pretty not afraid of all of this stuff, but I'm being, I'm being very cautious. Are you guys being cautious? Have you self-quarantined? Um, I did go out. I had to go to the bank and I had to uh, get the, the rest of the stuff to make chicken soup on Monday. So I did venture out. And for those of you who saw my Facebook, you saw I wore a mask. I wore gloves. I wore a hood, but that was because it was raining. And I looked ridiculous. Um, did I feel safer? Somebody asked me where I got that mask. I did not hoard masks when this all started. I happened to have those masks because I had my house sprayed for spiders after I got that spider bite. And um, I wore it when I came back in the house hours later. So I bought this little box of masks. So I have a few. I heard they don't work, but I think they're telling us they don't work because they don't want us to buy them because they want to save them for the people who need them. And that makes good sense to me. Anyway, so the new normal is not 98.6. It turns out for people of a certain age, it's the new normal, the temperature drops. My brother Jan's been uh, not feeling well and he's had a fever of 97 point something and he's been worried about it. I always think under is good, but I guess there can be some concern if you're too under, but my temperature kind of falls in at 97.4 or something, 98.2. And so if I have 98.6, I'm kind of like warm. Anyway, is that really like a random, it's, that's a random fact, so never mind that. Um, but I thought it was interesting. What else did I want to tell you about? Oh, you know, I was talking about this shirt and um, the fact that I was, had bought it for women who write and I was gonna, oh, I'm back to being close again. Oh God, now, there's no winning on this. So I guess I'm just gonna be close. Um, so uh, I had bought this shirt for women who write and again, I'm gonna buy it for you. Oh, that made a lot of noise, but look at this. It's like really, it's cool, right? It's, it's really, I like it a lot. And I purposefully got, by the way, guys, did not, un I normally like unbutton down to here, but I've had a couple of, wardrobe malfunctions where people thought I was pulling a, Jan, a Janet Jackson. So I didn't, I have a very pretty bra on, but I decided that I would keep that to myself today and um, I wouldn't be flashing you no booby. The girls are well um, um, guarded today. Um, but anyway, I was saving this shirt for women who write, how many things do I save? And I decided if ever there's a time to stop saving and to start using everything that I have, enjoying everything that I have. I mean, I have things in my closet that I've never worn. I'm saving it for that thing. I have things that I've never used. I, I've had books I haven't read, movies I haven't watched. It's time to do all of that stuff for me. Um, yeah, there's no more saving stuff. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Um, oh, for you guys who watch The Voice, 
Um, my first love, Paul Blumberg, his daughter, Joanna Serenko, will be on on Monday in the next round. I don't know if it's called, I think it's called the Battle Rounds. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, it's round two of The Voice, and she'll be on on Monday. And she's amazing. And so I, I, don't, I don't think we vote yet, but, um, but check her out. She's pretty, pretty special. Um, my kids are pretty special. If you guys need... Um, any, uh, Samantha is doing calligraphy and she just made a bunch of uh, cards for my mother um, for a very reasonable price and she's making like 400 cards or something hand calligraphy and, and envelopes and all of that so if you need any of that done um, my daughter is available for hire and um, and both of my kids are amazing video editors and stuff in fact I realized today when I was upstairs that I need a sizzle reel for game changers for the show and I've been dreading it and putting it off and now I can hire my kids to do it which will be a blessing okay so let's go in here and talk to see who's here and let's say hello Valerie oh Valerie hi I miss you Valerie it's been a long time since I've seen you hi Gary I'm glad you're watching me hi Laura I'm glad you can see me hi Mickey Oh, sweet. Thank you. Um, Deborah, hi. I've been missing you for a long time. Robert, hello. Cheryl, it's so great to see you. John, hi. Um, I should take a chill pill. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what pretty much everybody who knows me says on a regular basis. I guess I'm a little wired for sound. Uh, uh, my little high strung, just a little teeny tiny bit high strung. Um, big hug back at you, Cheryl. Um, Robert, I like that picture you posted on the beach of you. Um, that was when you were about four, that was about four years ago. Yeah. Okay. I posted a picture today, if you, uh, if you didn't see it, of me in a bikini when I was 25 years old. I was on my first honeymoon, because there were two, <laughs> and I'm twice divorced. Um, but I was on my honeymoon, and I was 25, and at the time, at 130, 14 pounds. I thought I was still overweight. I thought my thighs were too big. I could point out all the flaws. Um, I would kill for that body today. Trump? No. Um, I don't even like to say his name. But um, no, I wouldn't kill anybody. That was the joke that got me in trouble with Kathy Boyette, who made me this. I said that about Sarah Palin. Um, but anyway, um, I put on the thread something about, um, somebody said how great I looked, and I said, eh, I don't look like that anymore. And she said, I bet you do, and I said, no, I don't. And I said, you, on the other hand, are gorgeous. And she said, not without my clothes on, you shouldn't see it. And you know, this is a woman that is absolutely stunning, with an incredible figure, who looks 30 years younger than she is. What is it with us that our self-image is so massacred, that we, that we massacre ourselves that we're never happy? And what I try to remind myself is that I'm never going to be as young as I am today. And Lord knows I might never be this way again. If you know, we're for quarantine forever. So are you guys losing weight during this thing? Are you eating less? Um, I'm fluctuating between the two. I anxious eat but mostly I'm eating less, I think. Um, I'm not, my steps are ridiculous. The other day I put on my, on my Fitbit, um, I have it set for 8,000 steps. And there are many days I don't hit the 8,000 because I haven't been very physical of late, but 
there was one day I had like, I don't know, 675 steps. I mean, that is just absolutely pathetic. I think I went from the bedroom, from my bed down to my desk, and I don't think I moved much more between that other than to get up a couple times. Um, so how, hey, Alan Shez, hey. Al was um, on uh, um, Late Night with David Letterman. He was um, the trumpet player. And he still is a trumpet player, a great trumpet player. And uh, I've known Al for many, many years. He used to play at the Rock and Roll Cafe. Hey, Steve Princeby, if you're out there, um, when I used to book the Rock and Roll Cafe on Bleecker Street back in the 80s, those were the days. Um, Eddie Simon, hi. Um, you're on Herbalife. Okay. Uh, doing that while you're quarantined. That's interesting. Gary, um, you're a father from Iowa. And the new old normal is um, plenty, wait, wait, is planting corn. Oh, so you can use the husk for toilet paper? Um, whether we work on corn or not, remember where your food comes from. Yes, supporting local farmers. Somebody was telling me, um, who was telling me yesterday that we can order the farm to table. Um, the local farmers are still going to be delivering, which in this day, uh, fresh produce, because how are we going to get our fresh produce? produce if we're going to be quarantined. Um, in New York, they are starting, I believe, tomorrow. Wait, I want I, I called it martial law yesterday and got busted for saying the wrong thing. It's called um, a shelter of place order is being placed in New York. The numbers in New York are um, rapidly increasing to um, incredible degrees. So they are going to um, have a shelter of place order so that the only way you're supposed to leave your home is to go get groceries or to the pharmacy or to the doctor or to get tested if you could possibly find a test. Somebody was telling me that um, they need to get tested because they have every symptom. And uh, a Facebook friend, um, her husband was told um, that um, there are no tests for him to have, that he can't get tested even though he's got all the symptoms. And that's a pretty scary thing. Um, so, um, hang on. Uh, so, um, uh, it's funny because my boyfriend doesn't know that I'm on the air now because he just sent me a message. Um, but anyway, um, so what, if that happens to us and it's happening to them, they don't have farms right there that are going to deliver them produce, but we in LA and probably places all over the country, there are farmers, there are local farmers who are willing to deliver us produce. So, um... Uh, <laughs> yeah, oops, showtime. Um, so I'm going to support those local farmers. I have enough produce to last probably for another week and then I'm not gonna have produce anymore. So um, I will be ordering and I, I don't, if anybody has um, any information about farm to table, local far local farms. Uh, it was Stephanie Weaver, actually, who was telling me yesterday about it. If you have any information about who to contact in any local area, please tell us where you're from on the thread and who um, your, your local farmer is and so that people can order. Um, hi, Mike DeVille. Hi, Dana. Hi, hi Jared. GC, as I call him. Hi, Jeff Young. Hi, Jeff Young. You want to sing us a song? I'm sorry that there isn't anybody here to sing, and nobody wants to hear me sing. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Eddie. Eddie's lost 36 pounds. Wow. Are you doing a commercial, Eddie, for Herbalife? Because you're really promoting it. Eat less. Yes, Deborah. I know to eat less. 
Hi, Vicki. Um, Gary Nelson says, hi, Vicki. He's a farmer from Iowa. The new old normal. Oh, he's the one that was saying planting corn. Yes. And um, remember where your food comes. Eddie, um, Gary, are you going to be delivering to local people? Hey, Jane. Um, uh, hey, Carol. Uh, change your thoughts, change your mind. Okay, that's really interesting that you say that, Carol. Um, I, I mentioned earlier that I had a session with Dee Wallace um, this week. Dee, um, the mom from ET, who I adore and who was in the living room uh, the last month when we were able to congregate together in groups of more than 10, even 50. Um, those days are behind us for a little bit. But anyway, um, Dee is a spiritual self-healer. And so what she does is empower people through our own words, our own thoughts, to change our lives by changing our thoughts and our words. And so it turns out, which is really shocking, I, I know, because uh, I'm never self-deprecating, that I say terrible things about myself on a regular basis, and I speak from lack rather than from abundance. And I way too often speak about what I don't have. She said, if you ask somebody what they want, they'll tell you what they don't have first. And that could be me. I don't want to do that anymore. So I spent a whole hour with Dee on the phone. And by the way, you can, you can contact Dee and I'll, I'll give you the information if anybody is interested because it's safe because she's doing it over the phone. And so um, it's respecting the self-quarantines. But anyway, Dee was telling me that I tend to place myself below everybody else in importance. And it goes back to the whole childhood thing. My my child, this was me. I think I was about four here. How do you like that haircut? <laughs> yeah, that's what Honey did to me when I was a kid. That's kind of scary, isn't it? Um, I never did that to Samantha. Samantha had the hair she wanted all of her life, I think. I, I don't blame you, Ma. I know it was a sign of the times. A lot of people had the pixie haircut. But anyway, um, I did not feel that I came first, and so my whole life I've kind of put myself in that place, and so Dee was reminding me that I changed that by changing my thinking, and she believes that we don't affirm to the universe, but that we direct the universe. So rather than saying, I want, I hope, which puts everything in the future and keeps it the way it is, the universe listens to the words we say. So if I say, I am, then the universe hears us. So this month, the, um, the women who write focus was I am blank. And if you're out there and you have some extra time on your hands and you'd like to start doing some daily writing, five minutes is all that's suggested. suggested. The page is called Vicki Abelson's Women Who Write Group. You don't have to be a woman and you don't have to be a writer. Come join us over there. There's a lot of support, a lot of love on a daily basis. A bunch of us post every day our daily check-in. I am blank. Today, right now, I am happy. I am happy to be doing what I love to do, talking to you. <laughs> to anybody. No, I love talking to you. Um, yesterday, my Facebook went out on my computer for about an hour. Can you imagine, I don't know about you guys, but I am a Facebook junkie. Hi, my name is Vicki, and I'm a Facebook junkie. And I have been since pretty much the first month I was on it in 2008. 
or seven or something. But in any case, my Facebook was gone. Every time I clicked it, it just went, the page just went blank. And weirdly, I was able to still get it on my phone and I have Harry's old iPad and I was able to get it on that. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna turn this off. Please don't go away, please don't go away. And the only thing that I could click on Facebook was I could click into a pre-existing link that I had for past shows and it would show me the shows, but then I would try to get to the home page or I try to get to my page. No, that was not happening at all. And I sat there and thought about what it would be like to go through this kind of quarantine and not be able to talk to you guys. Even, I'm, I have Twitter, I have Instagram. I'm sorry, they just don't mean a thing to me. I mean, I'm starting to use them a little more now, but there's nothing like you guys because we have a conversation. I've often said that Twitter is like a circle, a group circle jerk where millions of people are whacking off at the same time and nobody's paying attention to anybody else. Facebook feels like a cocktail party to me where somebody hosts it, our page, and then other people come and they um, sit down and they schmooze. They have a cocktail or two, they come and go, they talk to other people that are, that are there. It's, it's just a beautiful thing. Um, the friends that I've made on Facebook are some of the friendships I've made are some of the most profound in my life. This is really crazy, but I have spoken every day for over 10 years, almost 11, to Zoe Moon, who is a world-renowned astrologer. I met her on Facebook. We have spoken on the phone every day for 10 and a half years. We have never met. We have never been in the same state at the same time. She won't even FaceTime with me. <laughs> but she knows more about me than I think anybody on the planet. And Bob Fontenau, the Fs, BF, um, Elaine Boozler, we, we, Ken, Ken Volick, we all started this little thing many, many years ago and we chatted in the middle of the night and told each other jokes and loved each other up. Bob Fontenau, by the way, is um, the reason that we have a love button on Facebook. He was talking about it 10 more years ago. We need a love button, we need a love button. And he said it so many times, we have a love button. We can change things. Ah, the power of the word, the power of the written word. I believe that to manifest, it's a three-step process. It's thinking the thought, it's saying it out loud, and it's writing it down. When I do those three things, things happen. Sometimes they don't happen in my time, but they happen. I spoke about being bi-coastal from the time I was, I don't know, about 12. And it took until I was um, in my 40s, but it happened. And I was bi-coastal for about 12 years and it was fantastic. Um, I have talked at ad nauseum about the kind of love I wanted to manifest in my life. And I've been blessed that it's, I left a couple things out that were important. Um, but um, for the most part, yeah, that, that's happening. That's on, that's for real. And, um, and I believe that's because I spoke about it in, in definitive terms. I wasn't wishy-washy. I knew what I wanted and I said it. I thought it, I said it, I wrote it down. And I have yet to do that. No, I take that back. I was gonna say I've yet to do that with my career. 
I love what I do. I love what I do. I love doing this so much. I love doing this so much. I wrote a book called Don't Jump. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, my fucking mother. And if you haven't fucking read it, I mean, come on. What do you, I promise you, a funny back guarantee it comes with. You will laugh. Um, but you also, um, it's, it's, got, it's got some, some, some girth to it. Girth, is that the right word? Actually, Tommy Chong, has, uh, who was my guest two weeks ago, has been sending me the, the most fantastic text because he's reading my book. And um, he said he couldn't. He was having trouble putting it down, and then he loved it. And uh, and uh, so if, if it's good enough for Tommy, it's good enough for you. But anyway, I love what I do. I love writing. I love hosting this show. I love doing women who write. Have I manifested the um, the dollars, the financial success that I? I'm going to say the words that I feel that I um, deserve that that I've earned that I earn. Um, that are, have I earned commiserate with the work that I do? I'm not even going to say the word, but it's a negative word. But why? Because I've talked about how I haven't, like now, so much. So I say now, I earn commiserate with my value and with the output that I do and with the service that I do to others. I'm, 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 it's a whole new thing. It's a new thing in a new normal. Um, so I want to read some of your comments and see what you guys are doing. Um, tell me what you're doing. Tell me how you're keeping busy. I'm trying to decide. I was on the phone with AT&T today because they raised, you know, they, get, they gave me a, a rate for life for internet and then they raised it $5. And I was like, how can you do that? Well, in the fine print, it says that we can raise it. Well, what, so how is that a rate for life? That's bullshit. I will say a lot of people don't like Sprint. And I'm, they're not paying me, but I want to say that I've had a sprint plan for, wow, at least, I don't know, 20 years. I, I don't know how many years. Um, they've never changed the price. They have honored the lifetime price. I, I respect that. Um, anyway, I was on the phone with AT&T. They wanted to, they said, we can send somebody and give you this new fiber thing, which will up your thing, because a lot of times my feed gets blurry because if everybody in my hood is using the internet at the same time and we're all drawing from the same source which we're going to be now am i blurry out there tell me if i'm a little blurry um it's because i don't have um enough um what is it called yeah i'm, I'm i don't my, i don't have enough speed so i was trying to up it but because i live in a townhouse everybody in the the, the everybody here would have to agree and they'd have to run the thing and they can't do it so he said today that he could give me five extra MPS or whatever the hell it is and upload and download speed. And he said, I'll feel it a little bit. So I tested my speed after he did it and I had 20 whatever the unit is less than I had before. So anyway, AT&T, hmm. So I'm trying to decide if I want to keep Showtime Encore and one other one. Because I could save a bunch if I got rid of some of these movie channels that I never watch. What do you watch? I watch HBO. I'm wa Thank God for Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I always watched Shameless on Showtime. And I realized I think I'm keeping... Um, I guess The Affair was on Showtime too. I think I'm keeping Showtime just for Shameless. I'm not going to keep it just for Shameless. Because Shameless has kind of jumped the pooch for me. Um, so, jump the shark? I don't think it's the pooch. But anyway, 
Do you guys watch stuff on Showtime? What do you watch on Showtime and on Encore Cause I, and on Stars? We used to use those movie channels a lot, but now that we have Amazon and Netflix and Hulu, I don't watch those other channels. I watch HBO. I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. So what are you watching? Is anybody binging anything new that they love? Um, uh, I'm not binging right now. I'm trying to get some stuff done, but I will be up for the binge. Um, something that I think I'm actually going to watch, I, I found it last night on YouTube, um, and I don't know if this is absolutely insane, but I was talking about how this so reminds me of The Stand, and God forbid, um, but in so many ways, and I can remember reading those first few pages of The Stand back in the, I guess it was the 70s, and being so terrified and not being able to put that book down, and um, so I found The Stand, it's almost six hours, five hours and 57 minutes. It's available on YouTube. And um, I'm really contemplating watching it. What do you think? Anybody watching anything apocalyptic and scary these days? And how do you feel when it's over? Does it make you more afraid or does it make you laugh and does it make you feel less afraid? Because I haven't gone there yet. But our friend Snuffy Walden wrote the score to that and I believe was nominated for an Emmy for it. And it's I've heard the score, it's amazing. And I did see, um, see the original, I, you know, I think I watched this now, I'm not even sure, I, I sort of put a, um, a moratorium on Stephen King movies years ago because um, uh, my friend Andy Sheffman and I went to see The Shining, first showing, first day, and um, we, had, we were maniacs of the book. I read the book in one sitting, I, I stayed up for 48 hours, I think, and read that book. I was all alone in New York and I was terrified. I kept hearing people out my window, but I couldn't put it down. And I love that book. That is one of my favorite books of all time. It was the most exciting reading experience I think I've had. Um, I, 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 there are other more literary books that I adore, but as, as an entertainment, oh my God, as a terror, I love thrillers. And um, anyway, we went to see the movie and when the hedges weren't animals coming at them and they were just amazed and you know, there were just all kinds of things about the movie. Shelley Duvall just didn't work for me. And, um, and I heard she was treated really badly, so I, I like her performance all the more. And I've come to love the film, love the film, but that first day, it was devastating to us, and we booed. And so I think that Carrie is better than the book, actually, that, but that's the only Stephen King adoption that I think is adaption that is better uh, than, than his writing. Um, uh, the, Carrie was just a short story. Um, but anyway, um, I love Cujo. Um, there, there are a few of his things that I've really loved, but I, can't, I, I don't actually think I watched The Stand. So what do you think? Have you guys seen it? Have you seen it recently? Are you gonna watch it? What do you think? Are you reading anything scary? Are you watching anything scary? I haven't seen the new season of Stranger Things. I kind of lost interest in it. I think I stopped at season two. Have you watched that? Should I go watch that? Is that too much for kids? I don't know. I did watch season two. I don't know what we're up to. Anyway, let's read what you guys are saying to me. Um, I'm trying to get in here. Um, is it really annoying when I'm looking down? Um, okay, it's no problem, Tova, that it was your phone. Don't worry about it. Um, hi, Carol. Hi, Eileen. Um, oh, I want to also give a shout out for Zoom. Um, I've become a huge fan. I used to use Skype for our women who write writing workshops, and it was always kind of a pain in the ass, and the people are all kind of in big squares and it, I don't know, it's kind of weird and um, some people are very intimidated by it and have trouble downloading it and getting on it and um, Google Plus has gone away. Well, because of this whole situation, I 
trepidatiously um, got on Zoom because I am a person who goes to meetings for my um, disease. Um, I am an addict, and um, but I've been in recovery for a long time. You know, this is really, for those of you in recovery, my birthday, my anniversary, I'll be 17 on April 7th, and I'm not going to get to take a cake, um, although they have virtual cakes happening, and we've been singing mm. virtual happy, happy birthdays to people on their birthday. Um, but yeah, one day I'll, I'll get to take a cake, hopefully not too far in the future, it, one day at a time if I don't smoke the doobie that Tommy Chong gifted me with two weeks ago, which is sitting in my kitchen in a, in a tube. It's sealed, and it, it shall remain sealed. But, you know, if they tell me that, that you know, the world, anyway, no, I'm not smoking it. But anyway, um, where was, okay, so Zoom. So I had no idea. I, I'm not really technically good. I have kids. They help me through everything. I mean, I don't even know how to, to use my Spotify. I, you know, I can't even barely put a, a CD in anymore, a DVD in. I kind of need Harry to come do it for me. I, how did I become my mother? I don't know. I, I'm not technically challenged. I'm actually pretty adept with the computer and stuff, but I have my limitations. It's the new things thing. It's, um, I, I've been trying to send you guys an email on MailChimp and Marcus Eaton was so great and sat down with me twice and got me all set up and I still haven't pushed out one. I've got my contacts in there. I still haven't pushed out one email. I'm, I'm overwhelmed and I just haven't started. With me, it's like just starting. Once I start something, I can kind of roll. Um, but anyway, um, Zoom. I'm giving a shout out to Zoom. They are not sponsoring this show, but a few people are. Um, my hairdresser, Nicole Venables of the Ruby Begonia Salon in Studio City. We can't go there right now, but we can order her hairspray because we want to look good when we do our Facebook Lives and our Zooms. <laughs> And this is called Hair Crush, Crush Love Fuck Off Hairspray, and it's fantastic. Nicole is an incredible hairdresser. She she does uh, she did um, Will and Grace, um, and uh, she's she's done many television shows, uh, and she the people on the television shows, uh, and she's an amazing hairdresser, and I I adore her, and I'm so grateful for her, and um, her products are available online. She also have has these T-shirts called Words on the Inside. And um, it's on the outside on this little kid's shirt, but it's in the, it's in the underneath. And um, she has them for kids. And this is mine that I haven't worn yet because I wanted it. I keep showing it to you guys, but it's pretty wonderful. This one's from my boyfriend, words on the inside, pretty fabulous. And the words are, I am happy, I am loved, kind, grateful. They're really nice and they feel fantastic. I also want to give a shout out to my friend Anson Williams. He's my money mentor. <laughs> we know how he's doing. No, he's doing great. He's amazing. He has a product called Alert Drops, which is saving lives. And um, I sprayed it in, in somebody's mouth recently, and they, they recoiled in shock. I think it was Pamela DeBars. But anyway, all it is is lemon. It's a strong uh, um, concentration of lemon, and you spray it if you're getting tired when you're driving or flying an airplane. Oh, my husband had the best joke, and now I can't remember it. It was about the airline pilot... Um, was outside, no, that wasn't his. Anyway, I can't remember what it was. I will tell you one of his jokes. He said, 
you know, restaurants have closed. It's now called Outburger. That's Gabe Abelson. He's very funny. He was David Letterman's head monologue writer for many years. A funny, funny man. Anyway, have you noticed that people are so funny? I have not laughed harder than I have in the last few days reading Facebook and mostly Facebook, a little Twitter and Instagram. People have been extraordinarily funny. Um, and I love that people are finding the humor in this because there is humor in this. Because um, we gotta find the humor in this. Um, anyway, Zoom. So because I'm, <laughs> I digress. Because I'm an addict, I go to meetings and I was afraid to go to meetings. I stopped going to meetings two weeks ago because I was, I was at a meeting two weeks ago and a woman sitting not very far away from me, there was a beam between us, but she was on the other side of the beam. Everyone else was shoulder to shoulder. There were about 80 of us in a very small room. It's my home group, I love it. It's my church. We don't do anything religious, but it feels like church. We go on Sunday morning. It, it is my religion. Um, it's a spiritual religion. Um, it's not religion. It's a spiritual program. Anyway, this woman was coughing the entire meeting and not covering her mouth. And it was making me crazy. And so every time she coughed, my friend who was sitting across the room said the most entertaining part of the meeting was watching me cringe every time she coughed. But you know, like what, so anyway, I stopped going to meetings after that. And I, I can't not go to meetings because if I don't go to meetings, my children will tell you, my mother will tell you, my boyfriend will tell you, all of my friends will tell you, everyone, you'll tell me that I'm a pain in the ass. So now almost all the meetings that I attend and so, so many meetings are available from every program on Zoom. And what's happening is that people that left and moved away can now rejoin the meetings they used to attend here. I can attend meetings in New York with the people that I got sober with years ago. It's people from all over the world. They have Australia meetings from Australia online here. So I'm now going to more meetings than I've probably been to ever. And it's fantastic. And so the first day that I was invited to a Zoom meeting, I was still in my pajamas at six o'clock or eight o'clock at night. I had no makeup on, I had my glasses on, I looked absolutely horrendous. So I just turned off the little video so it just said my name. And that's kind of not really good because everybody else, there were a hundred people in this one meeting and everybody else is looking at each other and acknowledging each other and I felt really bad. So now it gives me a reason every day to at least put on some clothes or some really nice pajamas um, somebody didn't have any pants yesterday. That was really cute. Um, but to put, oh, I see, I just touched my face. But I actually think that was the first time I've touched my face since I started how long ago. Oh my God, I've been talking for 50 minutes. Vicky talk a lot, I told you. Um, but anyway, so it gives me a reason to give a little bit of a shit every day, even though I'm alone in this house. Um, to, um, and I'm doing everything on Zoom. Did my workshop on Zoom. I'm gonna do the, the support groups on Zoom. Um, Tuesday, 11 a.m., every Tuesday, the Women Who Write support group gonna be on Zoom. Um, and I can do meetings. I can do them 24, they're 24 seven. There's a meeting at any given moment. You can find a meeting of all different programs. It's an amazing thing. And I suspect there's no, I, I used to drive, I've driven for years to the Pacific Palisades from the Glendale adjacent area um, every Monday for years 
and it takes me almost an hour to get there and almost an hour to get home and the meeting is only an hour and 15 minutes but it was worth it to me but I spend the gas money and I drive put all that time in the car um, but now I can I saw all those people this Monday just sitting in my living room and I'm thinking we might continue these zoom meetings even after we can go places don't have to worry about parking don't have to spend on the gas and we can still um, put in a couple bucks for the seventh tradition and, and keep the fellowships thriving, um, existing, surviving. Um, I think it's a pretty fabulous thing. And I think a lot more is going to become possible. I think a lot of us out there who have lost our income because we can't have our events, we can't play gigs. I've noticed a lot of musicians are doing um, live music out of their living rooms. Um, and I, I know... I haven't done anything for you to put up money for me and to pay me for the time or, or, or for that, but there are ways that artists will be able to, um, not that I'm calling myself, and see, I was going to insult myself. I am an artist. I wrote a book. It's called Don't Jump. Um, is this an art? Um, I, thought, I, I thought of this as an art. My father was a master of ceremonies in the Catskill. Larry Katz, he was a, a master of ceremonies in the Catskills for many years, and he was also a singer, so he was a, a, of a different level of doing it than I am. But um, yeah, I considered it an art. Is, is hosting a show, is interviewing people an art? Uh, you tell me. I, yeah, um, It's a skill, for sure, um, I guess. Um, but anyway, um, th I think there are going to be ways for artists to monetize through this and to just ask people to pay what they can afford to do. Um, as a matter of fact, our friend Sarah Nimitz is going to be doing a stage it on Friday, this coming Friday. I think, I believe it's at 1 p.m. And she was going to do it with Snuffy and with Lauren Gold, our friend Lauren Gold, the keyboard player from The Who, and um, with Jonathan Richardson, their, their bass player, and with a couple of other women. And they decided to just have Sarah do it alone to respect the self-quarantines, but she'll be doing it on stage it. And it's, a, it's free, it's pay what you can, the money's all going to go to um, helping people who are struggling through this time. That's a great thing to do. We can support each other and artists, and, and how about people that aren't artists but are out of work? How can we support them? How can we help them? I think we can give them work. Like I was thinking I can give my kids some work because they have skills that I don't have to edit video. My daughter does great calligraphy. She's an incredible editor. Um, my son is an amazing editor and um, he's a sports caster and um, I hope he's going to get back to doing his sports podcast which he had abandoned for a while now's the time Harry um, if not now when um, but anyway I'm trying to think of ways we can support each other if you have any good ideas of you know and even if it's just give a dollar if, if, if everybody watching this gave one dollar you know, I'd have like $12. <laughs> no. Yeah, and there's more of you out there. But I mean, it's true. We could, we could help each other in minimal ways. And maybe we can't do it financially at all. Maybe we can be of service. How can we be of service to each other? Well, I know one thing I can do is I can always pick up the phone. If you call me, I'm going to pick up the phone. Even you, Jan. Yes, I'm going to talk to my brother. Um, we can pick up the phone. I can pick up. Let me speak for myself. I can pick up the phone. I can hold a support group. Um, 
there are things that I can do to earn money for people that have money that they can afford to spend. Um, I'm a writing coach. I, I know that seems, I'm not going to put myself down. I'm a writing coach and I'm, I'm a social media coach and a PR coach and a promotion coach. And I had a number of clients before I stopped doing it to do this talk show, but I can go back to doing that now because I have a lot of time on my hands. So I'm going to be seeking clients and maybe um, the, the, the pay scale, the rates come way down to accommodate the times. Um, there are people who are accountants that um, people out there that were going to go to JNR, I don't JNR Block is that what it's called? Won't be able to get there now. So there's accountants out there online. Maybe you want to put on the thread that you can help people do their taxes and JNR Block, and maybe you um, can charge them a little less than you normally would to do it. Um, what other services? Um, who else needs a sizzle reel done? I desperately need a sizzle reel done. So. I'm seeking help with that. You know, hopefully my my kids might not even want to help me, but hopefully they will. But I'll pay them something. You know, I can't pay them what they're worth probably at this time, but I can pay them. What can we do to support each other through this? What services can we offer just simply to be of service? Have a support group. That's that's what I'm thinking I'm going to do. This show is always being of service because kind of that's the reality of it. But what can we do? What can we do for each other? So I haven't been reading comments. I'm gonna go read comments now. And you tell me, oh my God, the stock market numbers just came up on my, my Apple and I just, oh God, I can't look at it. Okay, so let's see. So who else, who else am I sending hi? I'm saying hi to Ellen Weiss is on. Um, Steven's on. Carol, Nikki Small, hey Nikki. Um, Carol Garcia says, we will be together again. You know, I um, um, Carol's a healer. Good to know, Carol. Um, Thank you. Um, it's good to know that you're a healer. Maybe you can help somebody with your services. I know Carrie on the Women Who Write group page um, does, um, what is that called, Reiki, and has offered people Reiki sessions. Um, that's something she can do. Um, uh, what else? Eddie. Um, total nutrition. Oh, Eddie's really pushing this Herbalife. Eddie, please don't do a commercial for Herbalife on my show. Um, I do not support that. Um, if you're doing it because you love it and that's great but if you're doing it because you're earning from it that's kind of not really cool I don't know what you're doing tell me I don't want to judge you I don't want to judge you maybe you're being really cool but it seems like doing something like that at this time oh I just lost my um my picture it seems like doing that at this time doesn't seem like such a great thing to do um like I think we have to eat real well Herbalife maybe is healthy I know um Anna Montgomery, who's an incredible singer-songwriter, pop star in Europe, and uh, she posted today um, some tips about how to build up one's immune system. Go to Anna's page. I, I might misquote her, and I don't want to do that, but I know things for sure that were on there. We're drinking plenty of water, which I have an emergency in mind. Are you getting enough vitamin C? I take so many supplements that I could gag a horse. And I have to break it up into parts because it's so many things that I'm taking now. And now I'm also spraying magnesium on the bottom of my feet to help me sleep. Thank you, Melanie Taylor, told me about magnesium. And then Deborah Goldfield told me to be careful because I can OD on, oh my God. But anyway, um, and I didn't sleep well last night. Second night using the magnesium on my feet, I don't think I used enough. But sleep is really important. And I'm still, I have, I, I have all this free time and I'm still not sleeping enough. I'm shooting for seven to eight hours a night. I am not being successful with that. I think I've gotten seven hours of sleep twice in the last 10 years, but two times in the last month. And 
Shooting for... I'm getting some six, some six and a half. Last night, four and a half. No good. Sleep, really important. Water, really important. Eating whole foods, not eating... You know, it's so easy to go to the store and buy the crap. Because have you noticed that those aisles are full? That the candy aisle and the chip aisle is full? And to me, that says a good thing. And that says that we're all striving to be healthier and to take care of ourselves through this. The produce is gone. The, 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 the meat, um, meat, for those of you who eat it, um, is, is a, a good source, organic meat, organic eggs, um, all kinds of things uh, that we can... Um, organic, uh, raw nuts, all these things are great for us. So eating well, getting water, get, and, and exercise is an interesting thing. Um, cause a few, last week I think they were saying, yeah, go out and take a walk. And what I heard yesterday is walking may not, being outside is really not safe. Cause if you walk in the wake of somebody or if somebody comes up next to you and, um, sneezes or coughs, boom. Um, but that, um, too much exercise, rigorous exercise, is really not good uh, when you're trying to build up your immune system and that little bits of exercise is best. And uh, not to overdo that, which I really like permission not to overdo the exercise because I haven't been exercising for like a year. It's pathetic. Okay, so who, H&R um, Block, yes. Oh, it's not H&R Block, it's something else. Did I say it wrong? I think I finally got that right. I don't know if I did. Um, who else are we saying hi to here? Um, by the way, if you have anything to offer, um, if you have a service to offer that can be of service to other people, if you have a service to sell, um, and you could use the, the help right now, if you can be, um, if you can offer to, I, you can't really offer to go out and help people shop and stuff. I, I don't really think that's safe for anybody right now, but, um, if you have elderly neighbors, uh, they can really use your help. Somebody, this is a horrible story, and I don't really want to tell it, but um, my uh, cousin is my broker. Don't get me started on that. Um, and um, he lives on Long Island, and in his neighborhood, three people have died this week. And one of them was a very elderly man who had absolutely no symptoms, got a really bad stomach ache. They took him to the hospital in an ambulance, and um, he died five hours later. And Three days later when his uh, corona test came back, he had tested positive with no symptoms. This is a wicked, crazy thing. We can't worry about that. Can't do anything about that. Um, God's got a plan of goodness, if you believe in God, which I do. A higher power has a plan of goodness and somehow some good. There is good coming from this. I think the way um, we're coming together with each other, these Zoom meetings are amazing. If you're not a 12-stepper, you can, you, everybody I know in this world knows an addict or an alcoholic. Therefore, you qualify for the program that's for people, places, and things. And if you don't know what it's called, ask me on the side and I can tell you. I, I, I don't promote it because I respect the traditions. But everybody's got an addict or, that was yelling, has an addict or an alcoholic in their life. And so, therefore, there is a program that you can go to and you can just commune with other people. And um, I don't know, is that bad advice? I don't know. <laughs> Um, don't listen to a word I say, except, uh, whatever. All right, so, um, Stephen Kalinich, hi, I love you. Stephen is a wonderful poet, and I'm sure he's posting fabulous poetry through this, and he, beautiful art. Stephen, I have to go over to your page and take a look at what you're posting, because you always are of service, and always, Stephen wrote songs with Brian Wilson for the Beach Boys, and he's amazing. Eileen said, 
I just decided to jump and do a live concert next Tuesday from my living room on Stage It. That's what I'm up to. Okay, Eileen Angel, check her out. She's going to do a live concert on Tuesday from her living room. Eileen, please don't do it at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific time because I hope you'll be in. Eileen's part of Women Who Write and she was in our workshop yesterday. So Eileen, do it later in the day and I'll be there on Stage It to see you. Carol Garcia, I believe in manifestation. Dreams do come true. And sometimes they don't always look like what we thought they would. But the key is to recognize them when they show up and embrace them. I totally agree with you, Carol. I never, <clears throat> I'm coughing. This is not a cough. This is swallowing my own spit. Um, by the way, are we being nice to people who are getting ill? Are we judging them? Are we becoming fearful of them? Are we embracing them? I know we embrace Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, but are we going to embrace each other? If one of us gets sick, are we going to be fearful of them? Are we going to treat them like lepers? God damn it, I hope not. Um, we're all susceptible to this, and I pray that when this is over, and I hope we have miracles and it's over really soon, but I hope that none of that's going to carry over. Um, Anyway, um, recognizing the, the, the gifts when they show up um, and embracing them. Yeah, my life doesn't look anything like what I thought it would. You know, I got married when I was 25, and um, then I got married again when I was 35. And uh, my two beautiful children, if anyone would have told me, um, in fact, a psychic did tell me that that second marriage wasn't going to last. And I told her she was full of shit and that that was absolutely impossible. Um, but... I'm not saying that it came true because she said it. I'm just saying that things have gone differently. Here I am single at 64. I'm not quite single, but single this way. Um, and my kids are grown. They're out of the house. I live alone. I, I, I haven't lived. I, I lived alone for five minutes in my whole life. I didn't think I'd end up living alone at 64. I, I don't love living alone. Ew. Um, I mean, there are nice things to it, but ew. But... But there's so much fabulousness in my life. Um, if, if anybody would have told me that I would have gotten, actually I did believe I was gonna meet my heroes. I remember riding on a horse, I was on a horse trail with a bunch of other campers when I was a little kid in the Catskills. And I remember riding on that horse when I was about six or seven years old and thinking um, that a couple of the girls weren't being nice to me. In fact, they were being really mean to me. I was not a popular, I was very, very shy. <laughs> it's true. I was very quiet and very shy for actually a very long time. And um, I remember being on that horse and thinking, one day you're going to regret being mean to me because one day you're going to know who I am. And I thought it was going to be a different kind of success, but... Um, I didn't think it was going to be on Facebook with, you know, the, my 10,000 friends and followers. You know, I didn't think that was going to be what it was going to be. But, you know, I, I, did, I did see myself. I wanted to be Johnny Carson. Uh, that was my dream when I was young because my father was a Johnny Carson Live in the Catskills on, on the stage as a master of ceremonies. And that's kind of what I am in my living room. I kind of, I welcome guests and I chat with them and I... I get to, I've gotten to meet so many of my heroes and not only meet them, but count them as friends. That's such a gift to me. I, I used to, you know, in my favorite year when Peter O'Toole said, I'm not an actor, I'm a movie star. Yeah, I didn't, want, I didn't necessarily want to be an actor or a movie star. I, I just wanted to be amongst them. I just wanted to be their friend. I just wanted to interview them. <laughs> 
Um, I was an actress for, for a long time, and I actually just saw, this was, this is timing. Um, after all these years of not acting other than Henry Jaglum, hi Henry, was wonderful and put me in two of his films, and I got to do a one-on-one -on -one scene with Michael Imperioli. It was not a love scene, I was fully dressed, he was across the room, but it was one of the greatest thrills of my life. I love Michael Imperioli. Um, thank you, Henry. Thank you, Michael. But in any case, that was a few years ago, and I just decided over uh, in January that I was going to sign up for um, Actors Access and Backstage, and I was going to start submitting myself for acting roles again. I'm, I'm union, and uh, what the hell, I don't have an agent, I haven't done it in a long time, but I thought, what the hell, and as soon as I signed up, this whole thing started, so now I get the emails from Backstage, and I just throw them away, because who, you can't audition, what can you do? Nobody can film anything, and I... I feel so bad. I want to give a shout out to my friend Michael Murata. His show was supposed to open uh, off-Broadway um, tonight, I believe, and um, they got closed just before they opened, and they were getting screaming raves of success. I think they were in Brooklyn. They were in one of the boroughs. I believe it was Brooklyn, and um, it was not called Romeo and Juliet. It was called, oh God, Michael, I tell, get on the thread, Michael, and tell me the name of your, um, of your play that... Um, that people should go see as soon as it opens. But I know so many people in the theater who are now out of work and so many actors who work on film sets and um, my stylist, um, his show is closed down and my hairdresser, everybody's, um, so many people are out of work and ooh. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that, but um, anyway, let me get back to the thread and see what people are telling me. Um, uh, I'm HD clear. Nice, GC. Thanks for telling me. Uh, Karen Myers, uh, knitting a blanket that will be donated to a hospital. Karen, that is so lovely. For any of you out there who have those skills to, to knit, to crochet, I do not have them, but if you do anything like that, what a lovely idea that is to knit a blanket for a hospital. Mary Scott O'Connor, hi. Tova said, just have to walk into the street in LA to watch the apocalypse. Well, you know... I'm not watching and I'm not walking in the street in Tova. I hope you're not, thank you for delivering that chicken, but I hope you stop going outside because it's not really the best thing to be doing right now. Um, uh, Karen Myers Fallon said that you love The Stand by Stephen King. I'm excited. I, I think I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm going to start it. It's, but of course, what will happen is it's six hours long. I'll start watching it. I'll be up until four in the morning as is my, and then Penny Barnett will yell at me. Hi, Penny. I love you. Penny's my sleeping coach and I'm, I'm, have, I'm, I'm challenged. I'm the movie, yes. Um, Carol is writing. Excellent. Tim Bagley joined. Hi, Tim. Um, uh, yes, uh, if you're going to use Zoom, I suggest that you do download it. You don't have to. You can do it online, but if you want to have the app is better. It's, it's best not to use it on your phone because you won't have all the options available easily. But if you do it on a desktop or on your, your, your laptop, um, you just download the app, you know, downloading the app, I didn't even know that really there was such a thing on a computer, it's because I'm 64, but there is, and you download the app, and then whenever somebody sends you a link to a Zoom meeting, you just click it, and the app opens, and then you can mute the, mute yourself so they don't hear you when you're in the background, there's a chat box so you can talk privately to, or to everybody, you can raise your hand if it's one of those kind of situations, so yes, I would recommend downloading it, um, Charlotte, hi. Um, hi, Cheryl Nimitz. I just gave Sarah a plug for her Stage It, which is Friday at 1 o'clock. Sarah Nimitz, go check that out. 
Barry Elise, hi. Brian Cleary, hi. Um, uh, tell us about the boyfriend. No, I'm not telling you about the boyfriend, Gia. You know, for those of you who've known me for a while, I, um, for a number of years, was writing columns for the Huffington Post and The Fix and um, a few other places. And what I was doing, mostly at the, on the Huffington Post, was I wrote an article called Cupid is Stupid, Shiver Me Timber, um, and I was writing about all my failed romances. And um, my very bad, I'm actually, um, I started writing a screenplay about Tinder with a failed Tinder romantic partner, and our writing partnership failed as well. So now I'm on my own. To, um, to get it out there and I haven't touched it in six months because that's what happens when something somebody was talking yesterday when um, I, I took writer's boot camp when I was pregnant with Samantha it's the first real writing that I did as a, as a screenwriter first my first attempt and I knew nothing about screenwriting I took writer's boot camp it's a, this again is not a commercial they're not supporting this I'm, I'm just giving you telling you what happened with me um, in six weeks if you go in with a premise line you walk out with a first draft I did that and I sent it in to be evaluated and some like kid in LA, I was in New York at the time. I was married to Gabe Abelson. He was David Letterman's head monologue writer, a wonderful joke writer, a tremendous stand-up comic. Um, I'd been a stand-up comic in, in that world. I'd been booking comics and musicians for years. And um, I sent the thing and he said, this isn't very realistic. I don't believe these people. And actually it was me and Gabe and, Le and it was like, what? And, I took this 25-year-old kid's word and I threw it in the bottom of a drawer and I never looked at it again. So um, we don't want to be doing that stuff. Um, I encourage you to um, make good art. Neil Gaiman has a great, um, uh, he did a commencement speech, make good art, Neil Gaiman, check it out. It's one of the most inspiring and motivating things I've ever heard. And if one thing is going to come out of this, I am certain it is going to be a ton of amazing art. We're already being so funny. Everybody's being so funny on social media. And um, especially our comedians are really hysterical. And um, somebody was saying, I, 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 I'm going to completely misquote this and get it wrong. But somebody in some Shakespeare wrote some amazing play uh, during a plague and somebody invented something incredible it's not the law of relative Newton was it a Sir Isaac Newton somebody did all kinds of brilliant things have happened in times of trouble um, so I'm sure that will happen here too um, anyway so uh, GC I was telling you the reason uh, so I was writing all about my romantic encounters and I Actually, a, a few guys disappeared before the second date because they read the articles that I wrote about our first date. So I just decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. So I don't talk about any kind of romantic things uh, publicly anymore because I'm keeping it to myself I'm, and between uh, in, my, in my personal life where it belongs because otherwise I have a that I'm going to give it a kinahara and kill it if I open my big mouth. Um, Vicky talk a lot. Sir Vicky talk a lot. Miss Vicky. Ms. Vicky talk a lot. Okay. Chuck Kelso. Deborah. Um, come on back, Vicky. Look at the comments. That's what I'm doing, Carol. Um, Pedro. Hey, Pedro. I just want to give a shout out to Pedro Segundo. I heard Pedro play percussion at NAM with Marcus Eaton, and I want to say this man blew my mind. He was playing like a cajon. I don't know. He wasn't doing a cajon. I think he had a little kit. I can't remember what he was playing. All I know is I couldn't take my eyes off him. 
And when Marcus Eaton is standing on the stage, that's a tough thing to pull off. And I love Marcus, and I gave Marcus plenty of look. But oh my God, Pedro's amazing. And Pedro also plays with Lee Sklar, who I adore, and Judith Owen. And so they were all going to be playing here. And I had written to Pedro just before this all started a couple weeks ago, before the craziness started, and said, will you come and play with both of them? You play with both of them. And he said, yeah, he's going to be in town. And that's not happening now. But, you know, in the future, it will be, it will be rescheduled. Um, uh, oh, somebody said you are an artist, girl. Please. Yes, thank you. Yes, it is art, what I do. I K. K. Christina Guzman. Hi, Christina. Um, H&R, you're laughing at me. Yeah, it was H&R. I don't know if I got that wrong when I first said it. Um, try grounding. Try grounding. Try grounding. I don't know what you mean by that. Hi, Michael Chang. I've known Michael Chang. Our kids went to school together. We were of service together and raised a shit ton of money for the Manhattan School of Children in New York. And uh, we threw, Michael and I used to work on the big um, gala together and um, had great fun doing it. I miss you, Michael. Um, Mark Anderson, Les, Lance Simmons. Uh, Lance, you told a joke on one of my threads that I didn't understand. You're too smart for me. You're going to have to explain it to me. Peg Farber, Burr. 33,000 of us danced with Debbie Allen today. Oh my God, Peg. I read about that yesterday and forgot. 33, 30, wait. Yeah, 33,000 people danced with Debbie Allen. I heard she was doing that. Follow her on Instagram to see when her next online class is. I heard she was giving a free online class. How was it, Peg? Was it fun? I bet it was fun. I adore her. Um, let's see who else is on here. Callie is on here. Eileen, okay, Eileen stage it. Eileen A. Angel. Her stage it will be at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific time next Tuesday. Um, and she's going to give a concert. And Eileen is an amazing singer-songwriter, uh, musician. So uh, check that out. And again, Sarah Nimitz, our friend Sarah Nimitz, 1 p.m. on Friday, this Friday, on stage it, 1 p.m. Pacific time. She'll be doing a concert also. Um, Anita, hi, Vicki. I've been able to help my neighbor getting her groceries and medication. She lives alone and we need to help each other. Um, Anita, that's beautiful. Thank you for doing that. And anybody that's able to do that without putting themselves at risk, um, just be careful about putting yourself at risk too. But yes, so many people need our help. Um, um, hey, Fred Melamed, I love you. Nice to see you, Fred. Um, thank you, Carol. She said she appreciates what I'm doing. I appreciate you for, um, for being here with me. Um, just spit out the goodness about it. Hmm. Do I spit literally? I, I, I said that this show was going to be, um, intimate, but spit free. Cause I, I don't want to give anybody any cooties. Um, I'm, um, I went through all the comments. I, I think I got everybody. Um, I, I, I talked last week for, oh my God, close to two hours. We've already been on for an hour and 20 and I, you know, I don't want to keep you here unless you want to be here. So, um, no, I'm not talking about that, Carol. I'm not talking about the BF. <laughs> I don't mean best friend. Um, anybody else have anything you want to talk about? I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk to you about. Let me, let me look here. I scribbled some notes that even, I can't read my own handwriting. Can you read your own handwriting? I can't. Um, I want to give a, a birthday shout out to, uh, Jeremy Stevens, um, and his wife, Margie Stevens, and a fine person in her own right. They celebrated um, in the last two days, and I love them dearly. Um, 
So, oh, you know, I had this, this idea years ago that what would it be like in the apocalypse when we could no longer, like if there were no more tweezers and we couldn't pluck our eyebrows and no more hair dye and there's some meme going around, you know, we're about to find out what color everybody's real hair is. Well, I've kept no secrets about that. I get roots all the time. We'll probably have roots down to here, the way things are going. Maybe not. But yeah, my roots are going to be continually getting more and more because I don't do my own hair. Nicole Venables of the Ruby Begonia Salon does that. But anyway, I also had this thought, what about when all the people who have Botox, what about when the Botox starts to settle and go away? What about when the facelifts start to fall? What about when all the people who buff up at the gym you know, can't buff up. I mean, there's ways to do push-ups and sit-ups and do that stuff and kind of, there are ways to keep in shape. But, you know, people kind of starting to get soft and we, haircuts, we're not going to be able to get haircuts. So, you know, for some of us, it'll be less noticeable. But for people who are used to being kind of looking pretty conservative, you men, not so much, right? Um, people, we're going to start to look really I, I was going to say, oh, we're going to start to look really natural. <laughs> and in New York, my daughter doesn't have um, laundry in her building. And I don't know if she's going to be, so she ran out to do it today before they instill the shelter in place order. She doesn't know if she's going to be able to go to her friend's building a few blocks down and do her laundry. And then what do you do if you can't like wash your sheets for weeks or, you know, yee. I guess you can wash things in the sink and in the bathtub, but um, we're going to be learning a lot of new skills that we haven't had to employ. Hi, Cheryl Ann. Um, what did you want to say, Cheryl? Just wanted to say good night. Oh, I love you, Cheryl. I'm glad you were here. Did I miss anybody else? I kind of lost some of the thread earlier when I, I refreshed, um, but I think I've gotten everybody, and I don't want to take up too much of your time because oh Cheryl said look at look at the rock and blonde how oh that she's missed hi Cheryl I missed you too and I, you might think you might already be gone and I'm sorry if you are but anyway I think it's time to wrap it up I've been Vicky to hi Andrea um so please if you are an addict or an alcoholic and you know actually um if you're trying to quit a, if you're trying to quit anything Wow, what a time to do it because uh, it kind of makes it, well, I don't know if delivery services are still delivering the wacky weed. I was, I'm a marijuana addict myself and um, I know that it was very easy to get pot, not since it wasn't like that. When I was smoking it, I haven't smoked pot in um, um, 18 and a half years or something. But yeah, we couldn't, there were no stores, there were no edibles, there was none of that, but uh, no vaping. Um, but now maybe it might be a good time if you're considering quitting this might be a good time if you're considering putting down the drink um there are hotlines that can help you if you want to quit anything um if you look in the phone book as um who was it that did this um i can't think of his name now the talk show host on channel hmm. anyway if you look under a and you start there and you go down just a little ways you can find help hotlines to help you quit and what better time than now to help build up your immune system if you're smoking cigarettes, if you're vaping, if you're doing anything that is compromising your immune system in any way. 
I hope that you will take care of yourself. I hope you will eat as healthy as you're able to eat. It costs more money, I know, to eat healthy. It takes more time to prepare food. Oh my God, does it? I made two huge pots of soup the other day. Um, I made my own beef bone broth. I want to say out there that the, the markets have oftentimes run out of chicken, but they've had beef, and I was able to get beef marrow bones and, and um, short ribs, and I just added two packages of fresh mixed vegetables, stir-fry vegetables, took out the sauce. I, the sauce went in the packet, and I had a post. Anyway, I put two packets of that in there, and, um, and I made this huge uh, pot of, of that, and I've been having it twice a day. I made chicken soup. Um, you know, it takes time to do these things. People have been cooking. Share recipes. Stephanie Weaver. Go over to Women Who Write Stephanie Weaver's page. She's um, written cookbooks and migraine headache uh, diet book. And she's been uh, doing um, uh, videos every day on what to do with the stuff you have left in your cabinets. How to make something delicious out of what you've got around the house. So check out Stephanie Weaver. She's um, helpful with that. And there are a lot of people posting the things that they're cooking. Let's share our recipes. Let's say what we're doing. Let's say how we're, how we're creatively using the ingredients that we've got in the house to make something yummy. Um, I decided I, I, I'm gluten-free now and I'm dairy-free and I'm, I'm, I'm regular sugar-free. I'm still having honey and a little cane sugar and... Um, I decided that when I was shopping the other day for what I think will be the last shop for at least a couple weeks, that I should get, I really wanted vines. I wanted licorice because I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm and if you haven't seen it, that's not a spoiler, but their licorice is featured largely in this week's Curb and I love licorice. And I was in the store and I said, shouldn't I just get one bag so I could have just a piece of licorice here and there? And I thought, no, it's, it's bad. It's just, it's not good. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to get one thing of ice cream so that if I really am losing my mind and I have to have a treat, you know, they say that if you want something crunchy, it means you crave sex. And if you want something sweet, it means you crave love. And it's really going to be tricky to, um, we get a lot of love this way. We can get a lot of love on Zoom. We can get a lot of love on the phone, sending messages, but there's nothing like human contact. And giving each other a hug. I, I hate when people write hugs. It annoys me for some reason because I'm whack, but I love getting hugs and giving them and being close to people and feeling feeling the energy in a room. And um, so I bought one thing of ice cream and it wasn't until five hours after I got home that I realized ice cream is made with dairy. I can't have it, even if I was gonna allow myself to cheat on the sugar. I'm not having dairy. God, so if anybody wants a thing of butter pecan ice cream, come on over because I'll, I'll leave it outside the door for you because I can't eat it. Um, people are saying things to me. Um, let's see what. Patricia's saying thank you. Um, thank you. You're appreciated too, Patricia. Thanks for being here with me. Um, Carol's saying have a good night. I'll be around. I can sing, dance, and yada, yada. Sweet. Fluent in a oh, fluent in American Sign Language. That's fabulous, Carol. My daughter Samantha taught herself how to do it after seeing a deaf seeing a Deaf West production of Spring Awakening, and um, that's a great service. Um, yeah, black licorice is great. Love the vines, black and red. Um, anyway, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm thinking of doing these a lot more often. I said that last week, and I didn't this week because I've been talking on the phone so much that I. My voice is just like going to give out on me, but 
I'd like to check in with you on a daily basis and keep these really short, maybe just do 15 minutes and say hello and see how you're doing and um, have a little encounter together. Um, I don't know if I'll do them every day, but I'm going to do them more often. And um, I'm loving you guys. I thank you so much for being a part of my life, such a an important part of my life, connecting with you, whether we're doing it on a thread on Facebook, whether we're doing it during this these shows, um, whether where whatever, I value you, I treasure you, I'm so grateful for you. You are my lifeline now, and um, let's be each other's. Li I don't want to tell you what to do. Unsolicited advice is criticism. I'm not going to tell you what to do. What I'm going to do is I'm available. I'm here. You want to talk? You want a private message? You want to chat? You want to join a meeting? If you're looking for Zoom meetings, if you are um, a 12-stepper and you're looking for a meeting of any kind, I can. I've got some uh, links to, to hook you up. Um, if you want to join our support group, Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, hit me up. It'll be on my pages. Um, come join us, and we'll just commiserate and love each other up. And um, so until next time, and I'm not exactly sure when that'll be, stay well, stay healthy. I hope you love yourself first because we got to do the air mask first take good care of you um and i'll be loving you i've got to put my little girl back here i'll definitely see you next wednesday well god allowing uh coronavirus allowing hopefully i'm planning on being here next wednesday seven o'clock pacific time for sure and hopefully before then and my little girl who i adore i'm, I'm learning to love my inner child um, is going to be here while I say goodnight. Have a, uh, have a wonderful evening. I adore you all. Thanks.